checking connection and we're live greetings everyone hello hello welcome to another episode of the beast model tech tuesday i'm here in the beast model facility and hopefully you're experiencing a very nice day wherever you are in the world it's a little gloomy here in ontario which is pretty nice <laughs> it's good to have some overcast weather from time to time and uh yeah, let's kind of stay away from the sun and the rain. It rained earlier this week, but now we're doing good. And I have some pretty cool vehicles right behind me. Of course, Stitch, which is the amazing drag uh, uh, insight that made just so many waves for me. The wagon and the Odyssey. So it's a little bit of a Honda Trio here this morning. Hello, Jack Smith IG. Greetings, Dylan. Hack eroding. Uh, oh, Dylan Takeover radio, uh, Racing. There you go. Hello. Rolling Kitchens, good afternoon. Good day to you, Make Great Motoring. Nice wagon and turbo fan, says Fox Design. I knew you'd like that, Paul. Paul is a very good guy from Fox Designs, etc. In this wagon, he has this very nice panel. He has some beautiful art dangling from the, from the rearview mirror. He just really helped with this project a ton. Thank you so much, sir. Hola, do do dirt. <laughs> I hope I'm not singing right. Dewey, do dirt. Dewey, do dirt. There you go. Good afternoon. Pakistan in the house, courtesy of Bassam Nawaz. Thank you for joining this particular Tech Tuesday. Santiago de Chile in the house, courtesy of Janito777, or Trouble Seven. Adam Millionaire, brother. Good to see you as well. Adam Millionaire is a hardcore enthusiast. Drops by from time to time to make sure that. BC is okay, so I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much for joining this Tech Tuesday. Motec N, talking about early adopter, right? Motec N is someone who came by and was one of the first people in Southern California to have the BC Moto CSF intercooler on his Veloster N. And he says, greetings, BC. I'm loving my intercooler made by you. Hands down, the best intercooler for the Veloster N. Thank you for the kind words. A lot of effort, energy, and design went into that. I'm so excited that you're enjoying the benefits of a denser intake mixture and it related to much power. He had a different aftermarket intercooler before and he tried ours. I was like, oh my God, my car is like night and day. He sent me a video of him just mashing. And I'll put that video up soon, guys. So thank you so much, Moteken. Appreciate you indeed. How far, bro, says Oluwa Smokey. Thank you for joining indeed. Good day, DJ Ramaroff. Thank you for joining as well. Hello, Rear R. Dot. Good afternoon. Ah, oh, there's Corvold saying, yo, BC, are some OEM battery modules people are sleeping on for conversions? Apparently, the BMW hybrids have modules somewhat like those LG Chem 60.8 bricks. I don't know. So what happened is, rumor has it, rumor has it, that what's in the Ionic 5 is pretty spectacular. It's an LG-based setup as well and quite modular, but I haven't seen them yet. But I'm not aware of anything else. But thank you for sharing that around the BMW hybrids. Do you know which one in particular? Let me know, and maybe I'll look into it as well. That'd be pretty cool because I love me some LG Chem 60-volt modules. I really, really do. J-Series Jedi says, do we do dirt? <laughs> Thank you so much. Yep. That right there, the van right there, the Odyssey. Chilling with the very nice uh, Inno rack up top there. Does have a J35 in it, so thank you so much. Let's see here. Oh, real David Sarah representing Nija. Thank you so much for joining. Shirts on backwards. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Exo Truck. I can always count on you to lift my spirits. Good afternoon, Dapper Dabber 710. Nice to see your Honda fleet. Thank you so much. Like I said last week, think of me as the Jay Leno of modifications. Think of me as that because I 
I mean, there's Hyundais here, there's Porsches, there's Hondas, there's a Rolls Royce, there's, you know, a, 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 in here, there's a Volkswagen, there's a Volkswagen in there, there's a Lotus, there's, there's quite a bit out here, you know, so we, we, we tend to keep it uh, crispy over here at Bissamoto. South America in the house, courtesy of Maurice Vic 86, greetings, going, oh, South Africa, I'm sorry, that's South America, South Africa. Thank you, Maurice Vic 86, for joining me from the southernmost part of Africa. Hello, Silk Ricks from North Carolina. Thank you so much. West Coast Alex, brother, good seeing you. I had dinner with James last night. We need to get together. Um, West Coast Alex is my teammate. We raced as far back as the 90s. Just a great guy, hardcore enthusiast. Now he's into that Jaguar life, which is pretty good. You know, I love his taste in automobiles. Main man BC says to be Vader. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. Oh my greatness, is that a Honda? What a beauty, says Maurice Vic 86. Not only a Honda, but a trio. There's the, my Drag Insight, which broke tons of records. Full unit body. The first uni, full unit body to run nines all motor. Best time of 920 from eons ago. That's a 777 horsepower Wago van, all wheel drive with some turbo fans in the rear, as you can see I'm pointing to. And that's the BC Motor Odyssey, one of the most popular cars, if not the most popular car I've ever built. It's been on a ton of shows, shows on Netflix, been on Top Gear. It's just it's been car matchmaker. It's been on Drive TV with Matt Farrell on NBC. Jay Leno drove it. It's just been just a car that a van that keeps giving back. Just absolutely spectacular. Following you since I saw your Odyssey Netflix series. I just talked about that about Sam Nawaz. Thank you so much for the kind words. Anthony Warrens, hello brother, how are you? He says I'm so sorry, but I have a question. Are the F22 valve guys the same as H22? Hmm. I'm have to look at my records because. I've always done custom stuff because I like a longer valve guide because of how crazy I go with my camshafts. Oh, I don't know. Anthony, I don't have an answer to that question. Let me look up. Oh, that's a good question. It, oh, God. See, the funny thing is that the installed height for the valves are much shorter in the H22 than the F22. So it's very possible that the guides are much smaller. The diameters could be the same. The inside diameter for sure the same 5.5 millimeter stem, same thing, right? No problem there. But the length is a question. The seals are the same seals, no problem there, in terms of count and dimension. They will fit, but I want to see the length. Let me check on my records. And Anthony, I'll probably write to you, send you an email or something like that, okay? So hang tight. I'll get that information for you. Oi, Johnny Cavagioni. Good seeing you indeed. Thank you so much for joining me on this Tech Tuesday. Oh my God, so much love. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate you indeed. When are you going to go on the High Performance Academy podcast? HPA? I've done stuff with them. I did that. You know how far back I did stuff with HPA? It was in 2013, the year I built the, that, that Odyssey and my crazy BK Genesis. So I've done something with them, but not recently. But yeah, we'll touch base from time to time. Maybe I'll do it again soon because so much has happened, obviously, since 2013. What is the next EV build and when will it come out? The next EV build I have in mind, um, I don't want to give too much away, but I have internally, as passion projects, three EV builds coming out from Bissimoto. I'll give you a hint. Two are German, one's English. So I can give you that. From a customer perspective, my God, we have quite a few. We have Porsche 911s coming out. We have a Volkswagen uh, bus coming out. We have a Caterham that's coming out. We have all these crazy projects coming out in terms of EV builds, but our passion projects in-house BC model, we have three coming out. I can tell you that uh, of the three, one will be all-wheel drive. So stay tuned for some madness. ARCE, hello, Andy. Andy is a talented fabricator, helps me a ton here at BC model. Great guy. Andy, I need to see you actually. I need help with this one uh, 996 Turbo Porsche. 
need some help with that. So um, give me a call when we have a chance. But what a great guy. He helped work, build that tremendously. He did a roll cage in the van. Not the van, but the Wago, Wago van. The shuttle. So thank you so much, Andy, for being a great member of our team. I have a question regarding tuning, says Adolf Finn in Flip. What is a good VTEC setting for a CRZ with exhaust and intake and K-tuner V2? Now, that depends. So, for those of you who don't know VTEC, it's a mechanism where it locks camshafts to be able to allow you to deactivate certain cylinders, but many times to allow you to create more power by simulating a larger camshaft. Now, what does that mean? It's always a scenario to rob Peter and pay Paul when it comes to bigger versus smaller camshafts. Big camshafts can give you tons of top-end power, but you tend to suffer on the lower RPM band in terms of power and torque. Meanwhile, if you have a very small camshaft profile, you can have tons of gobs of low-end torque and power, but sacrifices top-end performance. So VTEC allows for an opportunity to lock camshafts. A camshaft can have multiple lobes, small and large, and by locking it after an RPM band, it can simulate a small cam in low RPMs and a big cam in high RPM, giving you a very flat torque curve and lots of fun power. The one thing is that the crossover from many manufacturers tends to exist to help with emissions. So you have an S2000, which can have a VTEC crossover at 6,500, 6,700 RPMs. As a tuner, when you lower that and bring it even as low sometimes to 4,000, you can pick up tons of mid-range torque that necessarily wasn't available to you. So the same thing happens with a CRZ. Depending on your setup, intake, exhaust, camshafts, and the parameters of your setup, are you boosted, NA, or so on and so forth, it could be on a CRZ anywhere from 1,800 RPMs to 3,000. The thing is that you have to tune on a dyno to see where the crossover gives you the best performance. And what you're looking for is a very flat torque curve. So there's no one size fit all with any car in terms of VTEC crossover. It depends on so many parameters, and the dyno is a device to allow you to optimize that perfectly. But once again, that range could be anywhere from 1,800, based on my experience, to 3,000. Turbo boost is greater than electric, says Captain Alexander. You know, if you're talking about sound, shooting flames, props, maybe you're right. But when it comes to absolute performance, when it comes to just hauling butt, I'm not talking about put around daily driven cars. I'm talking about performance EVs. I'm telling you guys, I have a 920 horsepower petrol car twin turbo and a 600 horsepower electric. The 600 horsepower electric leaves it off the line like that. I joke about this a lot. If I were to ask any of you to build me a nine second, let me not even say nine second, a low nine second, street legal, drag car, how much would it cost you? Let me throw another caveat, four doors. What if I told you to build a four door vehicle that is, um, this light is pretty bright on me, huh? A four door automobile, street legal, that runs low nines. What would it look like? How much would it cost? 150,000, 170,000, 200,000? What would it cost to build a car like that? On street tires, throw another caveat in there. Not drag slicks, not street slicks, all season radials. Well, guess what? Electrical automobiles allows us the opportunity to do that. Um, it's so crazy that you can use 130,000, 140,000 and buy a Tesla Model S Plaid and run low nines in stock form. And it costs less than a crazy turbo car you can build to be street legal to do the same thing. So something to think about, Captain Alexander. I hear you. But all things being equal, you never know. Oh, BCIC3 Grails, says Uparse. I knew you'd like this background, Uparse. I already knew you would. It's going well. This is really bright. Let me dim my light a little bit. It's 
Super bright on me here. Let me dim it. Uh... Oh, much better. It was kind of super bright on me there. Okay. It's kind of dark in here. Where's the first wagon, says Noisy X-Boy. I heard last is somewhere in the... Over the hill in the... Mm, would that be considered? Uh, um, I'm trying to see what, what, what's see that Oak Hills area up the 15, a little bit over there, um, Hesperia area. Now, for those of you who don't know, I had a wagon that was like this, similar color. This is like a Yas Marina blue. That was more like an electric piece of model blue color on the first one. That had a D16, Z6 engine, turbocharged, and made 720 horsepower. Amazing, right? Front wheel drive, so it blew tires off. A little laggy, well, very laggy, but lots of fun nonetheless. And people kept trying to steal it, so I decided, you know, it's so uncomfortable me having this, and let me just sell this thing. People were offering me rubbish for it, so I ended up parting it out. And, you know, the engine went for a price that someone offered me for the same car. So the engine went to the guys at G&J. Transmission went to, I think, Steph Papadakis picked up the transmission. Um, you know, wheels went somewhere else. The water meth kit went somewhere else. And it just parted this thing out. My ECU got sold, so I had a Series 2 in there. It just went somewhere else. And then some guy, I think he ended up buying the rolling shell for like three, four thousand $4,000. And I want to buy it back to rebuild it because, oh, what a great story that would have made, right? The, the original wagon came back to me, and I made it all-wheel drive and put a case series. But the guy didn't triple the price on me. I wanted to sell it to me, so I kind of said no. So last time I checked, sir, it's in the Hesperia Oak Hills area. Um, and maybe it's still there. I'm not sure. Cindy714. Hello, Cindy. I love Cindy so much. Guys, Cindy Kelly Mays is Cindy714. She hired me into pharma when I left pharmaceutical research and got into pharma sales, and she was really the caveat, or I say genesis, not caveat, but genesis, to a lot of success, and she's been a great friend and supporter ever since. Hello, Cindy, thank you for joining me today. I went skiing last week, she said. Wow, I hope you had a blast. Hopefully you came back unscathed, but hopefully you had a blast. You're probably really sore from snowing. Every time I snow, I was snowboarding and skiing, oh my God, it's just, it's a proper workout, it really is, you know? Um, Eugene Stoner, AR20 Soup Daddy, asks, when are you going on a high-performance economy podcast? We'd love to hear you on there. I just mentioned earlier, we did something as far back as 2013, but um, whenever I'm invited, I'll be more than happy to explore. What fuel was the inside running? Wow, um, E85 is where I have my best. I mean, I run on alcohol fuels. That's where I have my best. For a long time, I run on petrol. I run C16. I did Q16 a little bit, but mostly C16. I think I put on with C14 as well, but I ended up having an alcohol-based fuel when I run my best times. Let's see. When is the work on your flat nose going to start? Eager to see what it happens. It's been started, sir. It's, it's, it's being worked on. Um, you know I'm in love with the Odyssey, says Maurice Vic 86 We have spoken about this. Just ship it to me. <laughs> love the content. You're so kind. I wish I was there yet to be able to do that. You're so kind. Always great advice and knowledge to learn from you. Thank you for the kind words. The best is yet to come. Kovo says, I think the current BMW 5XXE, which is the, you know, 530E and the 3XXE and the 7XXE hybrids, I'll use the same bricks eternally. You can pick a battery box for like 12 kilowatts worth of that. Really? Are you kidding me? Kovo, you have made my day. Are you serious? Do you know anything about the C rating on those batteries? That is a, oh my God, you need to keep that, oh, that is, I need to look into that, you know? What is a quarter mile time for the electric car? It depends on which one you're speaking of. Um, are you talking about factory stuff, stuff we built? Let me know. 
The battery box is a factor really weird. Well, I'm sure if they can be, if they're very modular, maybe they can be broken down and had a lot of fun with. But 12 kilowatt hours for 900 bucks, sign me up. That's pretty, pretty dope. I like that a lot. Let's see what. Oh, you asked me that, Clay. I can see that again. For my electric force, I never quarter mile timed it. I never did it. Never had a chance to take it to a quarter mile track. But when I do, I would not only. Posted with, with vigor here, I would put videos up on YouTube post-haste. No problem whatsoever. What is the go-to battery um, motor and battery combo for BC Motor EV builds? Um, we're still in the wild, wild west when it comes to that. So I have a variety. I have Hyper 9 setups here. I have Tesla base units here. I have Tesla support units here. Um, the one commonality I would say would be the AEM controller. That's one thing that's common with all these builds, which is pretty cool, right? So that being said, it's something I find very appealing. Um, in terms of batteries, all over the place. I have a lot of LG Chem stuff here as well. But starting to dabble into other battery manufacturers as well. And I'm open to, especially when we get to like solid state stuff, I am so all for it. So being a Wild West, we're still experimenting and trying different things. But as of right now, it's uh, mostly LG Chem with the batteries and AEM with the controllers as a constant. And depending on the project, even right here, what I'm touching, this contract right here, that is a Nissan Leaf right here. And I've seen some people do some some fun stuff with them, so you never know. Maybe we'll play around with that as well. Who knows? Cheers to 2022 to you as well, Rob Thies. Appreciate the kind words and everything you've said so far. The garage specialist, things are going well here in the BCMO facility. As you can see, I'm happy as always. <laughs> Trying to do great things and here at the facility at the BCMO headquarters, having a blast. Let's see here. Can I have your wagon? Um, for as nominal fee, you could. You could. Absolutely, Royal V. I'm so down to making things happen. It's sitting here. doesn't really do anything for anyone, right? Just sitting there collecting dust, not being experimented with, not being driven hard. You know, this one needs to happen. What tune do you have in your Turbo Cayman? Also, what are you going to do to make a full video on that Cayman? The Cayman's over there. Um, it's really for off-road use only at this point where it is now because I have an AEM Infinity on it. So that being said, um, I have a full standalone, and being a full standalone in California is not street legal anymore. So that being said, that's what I do have, Vanny XLA. Hello, show car builder. Thank you for joining our Tech Tuesday, Orange County in the house. Courtesy of Oki Bites. Good seeing you. Danny Solis, happy Tuesday to you as well. Hello, Ihukas Dorote. Thank you so much for joining this afternoon. You know me too well, BC. Grateful all, grateful all as well, my brother. Same to you, Oparse. It's always a pleasure seeing you. The United Kingdom, courtesy of shitty old Mazda. <laughs> Interesting screen name. Good evening to you. What's your opinion on a track build for more up? Turbo, Super, Charger, or ITB NA cam work? Well, it depends. I love the raw nature of natural aspiration. I mean, that's my drag car that broke tons of records that still hold today based upon being a natural aspirated setup. Now, I love the challenge of natural aspiration using atmospheric pressure only to create lots of power. I'm a huge fan when it comes to ITBs as well because it's a great way to get equal amounts of air into a particular engine, especially in line fours. It looks really gnarly, sounds great, I love it. However, for building proper horsepower. Supercharging is amazing because it simulates a larger natural aspirator setup. No lag whatsoever. Turbocharging is great, but you have lag. I have a lot of turbo cars I track. I have a, you know, even, even that's a lot of fun. I have a center seat Porsche that's just a track monster. But you can still experience that lag when you let off and get into it. There's lag there, but supercharging, it just, it just creates this opportunity where it's like a big 
NA setup. You can make a, a four-cylinder act like a V8 just based upon supercharging alone. It's absolutely fantastic. The only challenge with supercharging is it's very parasitic in terms of how much power it takes to create power, so that's a bit of a challenge there. But if you want that feel of a natural speed setup with no lag, supercharging is the way to go. It really is. It's lots of fun. So that's my take on it. On the flip side, if you size a turbocharger properly to your engine, you can, I mean, your, your, your turbocharger properly to your engine, you can have a lot of fun with lag being placed at a minimal. Nowadays, companies like Turbonetics and Precision have advanced aerodynamics that really help significantly in having setups that are very, very, very responsive. And the lag's not as bad as it was back in the day. Remember, you've heard of the 930 being the Widowmaker? Well, because those cars came on like light switches, they had a lot of lag, and when the park came on, it was quite violent and the drivers lose control and get hurt or sometimes pass away. That's not a challenge nowadays because we've had so many advances in turbo technology. So that being said, those are my thoughts on supercharging versus NA versus turbocharging when it comes to making power. C6 Bugger says, continue making F23A stage two cams. Lots of CJ owners are struggling to find to say, I can help you. You know what I'm gonna do CJ6? Give me a week, I'm gonna put that stuff back on the website um, because a lot of people are looking for them, and they ride one by one, and I'm just going to put it up. Level 2, F23, your wish is my command. Sergio Martin Design, very talented artist. Good seeing you, sir. How are you? Thank you for joining us today. Show car builder, thumbs up to you as well. Um, the Honda Wagon, oh my God, love that car. Thank you. It's a lot of fun. You see the turbo fans back there? That's our paying homage to factory Honda and British Touring. And uh, I, oh, those of you on YouTube can see it. I'm going to move away for you YouTube to see it. Yeah, that's it right there. You see it? Okay. So I'm, I'm filming for YouTube right here as I'm talking to you guys and also on the podcast networks simultaneously. Anyway, long story short, American Honda, or it was a Honda Japan, they raced Accords and British Touring, and they put turbo fans on the rear. And the reason for that is to be able to evacuate the undercarriage when racing to create downforce because you're limited to what you can do with wings. So that's a very clever way of not only cooling brakes down, but creating downforce. And I want to do the same thing, especially being all-wheel drive. The rear tires need some help. Anything I do to help with adhesion is a good thing. And hence, that homage to British Touring. I wish you did stuff with Audi 2.0T. I wish so too, cruising around 207. The reason why I do a lot with Honda and Hyundai and Porsche is because I have a relationship with the manufacturer. Never had a relationship with Audi, especially, but nowadays I really love that e-tron. It looks pretty good. Anyway, I digress. The day I have a relationship with Audi, for sure, I'll build something new and something old, and a 2.0T would be my go-to. So thank you so much for that wish. Appreciate that indeed. There's a dude on DIY forum, says Covolt, with a thread examining the batteries. The C ratings are known, but it has to be decent. All hybrid batteries tend to. You know what? I think based upon that, because I was just hoping that you had an answer for me, Covolt, but there are ways to you know, ascertain that by putting some pretty crazy torture tests to batteries. So maybe I'll look into that indeed. But thank you so much for, for sharing that. That means a lot to me. I appreciate that. See, information can go both ways. I can share my experiences and you guys can share yours. That's what makes our community so grand, right? Also, why did you guys discontinue F23 Stage 2 camshaft CG6? Well, here's the thing. In California in particular, or overall in the United States, there were these crazy laws against selling anything that could affect emissions. So anything that affects emissions were absolutely, you know, not allowed. Um, and camshafts were one of them. Dynatune was another. You can only sell components to manufacturers or to component cars that were for designed for off-road use only from scratch, like sand rails or purpose-built race cars. 
Not even cars like that that were like originally VIN cars that you modify to go in track only. You just couldn't do that. Like I couldn't even sell components to something like this. But that has changed thanks to the RPM Act, thanks to SEMA. So that being said, I have the ability to sell stage two camshafts for the F23 nowadays without, without um, uh, challenge if it's for off-road use. If someone's gonna drive on the street, it's a no-no. So you have to sign something saying that you're not driving around California in the street, having a blast, you know, and so on and so forth. And uh, yeah, it should be available for off-road use only. Stock true dual exhaust, a single X exhaust, upgrade getter on the twin turbo V6. For me, breathability is key. On my Insight, I had a straight four inch pipe, straight pipe, because back pressure was an enemy of performance. And the same thing goes even more important for twin turbo setups. So, even though the Odyssey is a V6, I have a sewage pipe, literally a four inch exhaust pipe on that as well to allow it to breathe. So if your twin setup, if your dual set upgrades allow for better breathability, that's where you should go. Because I've seen twins flow less than a large single. So it depends on really aesthetics and preference, but if the dual flows more, that's what you should go with. Flow is your friend. Not flow from the insurance company, but flow in terms of exhaust flow and fluid dynamics is very key, you know? What about, oh my God, what about Beastable NFTs? It's so weird, I was just telling Alex, that I spoke to James last night, my good friend, my best friend ever, James, and uh, we were talking about NFTs. I'm all about it. I'm all about NFTs. We have a lot of crazy builds, right? Even the wagon, there's only one of these, but we can do maybe 10 NFTs in digital format and put it out there. Same thing with the K3V. I'm all about that. So I'm extremely interested in NFTs. Uh, Andy, we can talk about that when I see you next time. Abba Auto, hello, good seeing you. Thank you so much. Ooh, the battery from the four-cylinder hybrid C63 as well. Self-cooled. Well, so is the, you know, there are quite a few of them that are, that are air-cooled out there. Um, quite a few of them that are, I think even in this Nissan Leaf is air-cooled as well, or uses radiation to be able to, to, to create a, kick, you know, a, a dissipation mechanism. I'm a huge advocate of, and we talked about this right, Covolt quite a bit, I'm a huge advocate of liquid cooling, um, especially when it comes to rapid charging capabilities. So um, yeah, even if it's self-cooled, um, if there's no liquid medium, it's something I can incorporate into our builds. All of your work is amazing. Keep up the great work. Love it, says L Ray 23 I'm telling you, sir, despite everything going on in my life, the best is yet to come. So, guys, I do have a meeting to run to. I just want to come in here and say hello to you on this Tech Tuesday. I appreciate all the insight. Um, and by all means, I will get back to you, my good friend, on what you needed in terms of the valve guides as well. But, guys, stay safe out there. Crazy stuff is going on. If my team is working crazy remote, Oh, congratulations to Lindsay for having her baby girl two days ago. Oh, what a beautiful addition to the family. Hello, Awale21. But I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Stay safe. This COVID is rampant in Southern California. It's going all over the place. Wash your hands. Try not to touch your eyes and face and nose and mouth. And just stay safe. And if you do contract it, you know, just do the responsible thing. Quarantine yourself. Get better. Let's stop the spread. Guys, take care. See you soon. Cheers. Bye-bye.